Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Whether it's looting hordes from Atlanta or a tyrannical government from Washington, there are few better liberty machines than an AR-15. I'm gonna say that again. There are few better liberty machines than an AR-15. He referred to... Shit. 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 Speaking of shit, welcome everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome everyone to today's episode we got all kinds of stuff to talk about folks now Mm -hmm. i understand the last couple of episodes and probably every fucking bit of media that you have been uh that has been forced into your poor noggins Mm -hmm. over the course of the past couple of months has been related to trump being an asshole am i right oh oh yeah that too (laughs) (laughs) And Coco 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 Coronavirus. We're at the Coca. Coco Corona. The hottest spot north of the Verona. I don't know. It, it, it figured out. Wait, where's Verona at? Where is that? Is that a place? I could show you, but it'll cost you. Oh. $20. I'll show um, you the Verona of your life. Verona. Oh, shit. That would have been a good thing. Hottest spot north of Verona. It's in Italy. Yeah, Damn. I like it. Yikes. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's a Too it's a soon. sick burn. Yeah, it's <laughs> man, it's in the midst of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Tragedy plus time equals comedy. No time has passed. No time. You sick yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> Tragedy plus comedy equals assholery. <laughs> Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Tim. All right, fine. I'm done. I'm done. I, I, won't, I won't do any more of that. But except we're talking about chili. <laughs> hey. No, so I'm fine. Uh, it's warm here. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> oh, dad joke of the day. Uh, statistics are kind of funny, right? You can, uh, you can present them in a number of different ways. And uh, one of those ways could be uh, accurately. Uh, another one of those ways could be uh, uh, inaccurately a complete and utter <laughs> fabrication for the sake of looking better on an international stage, <laughs> which is pretty much what they did here, right? Like, I, I mean, it, it can't just be uh, just total ineptitude, right? I don't, I don't know what series of poor judgments led to this being the official um the official recording methodology mm-hmm. of the country of chile i don't know if it's a blatant fuck up or if it was someone i don't know i don't know if it was a way to obscure the facts or if it was just a very poorly thought out way of reporting them i, I i'm not i am uncertain yeah, well, I, maybe I maybe what, that's yeah. the sad part of this. Like, there's no rhyme or reason as to one mm-hmm. how we can figure out what went wrong and how to remedy it. Yes, um, and two, how uh, any reasonable person could come to the conclusion that 
mentioning that your deaths are part of your recovered population? Yes. So to repeat that, the title of this article is Chile counts those who died of coronavirus as recovered because they are no longer contagious. Health <laughs> minister says. Health minister says. <laughs> Last little bit there. Like Jamie um, Manulik yeah. uh, is their health minister. And he did, in fact, say that they are no longer contagious, which he is he is absolutely correct but uh, at a certain point. But is right? it but aren't these so when you say contagious, oh, I guess I mean contagious in the context of that. They no longer have it, but I've heard and, you know, there's a lot many people have heard things, so I could mm-hmm. be re- repeating misnomers and if I am. Fuck me, I, I'm no, dumb. no, 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 Jimmy. We're never wrong. Oh yeah, what Tim said. We're never wrong. We're experts. Yeah. yeah. And so, in my expert attitude, knowledge is that. So when you hear about um, uh, refrigerated cars outside of uh, you know hospitals in New York to hold yeah. these bodies, the reason why they're having to do this is because they're having to treat these bodies as biohazards, not as typical dead bodies, due Mm -hmm. to the fact that you theoretically could or could not contract the illness from said dead body, yada, 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 yada. So when this health minister says that these people are no longer contagious... It could be misinformation. Could be misinformation. Yeah, they they could... Depending on how you're using the word contagious. When I take Mm -hmm. contagious of... You can get sick from that shit. So people are valuable. Uh, you know, you can give people the benefit of the doubt. Unless um, they're a fucking health minister. Unless they're a fucking health minister. <laughs> no, you're totally right. And I, I was in the in the midst of a conversation about how uh, our very own Surgeon General made some, some comments, uh, you know, regarding the African-American community uh, that could be perceived as being somewhat inappropriate. Um, oh, yeah. And... Well, I mean, you you heard you heard a little bit about that. Like, I mean, he, he, yeah. Basically, our healthcare system is trash and hates poor people. Yeah, and it, he's like, uh, well, you know, maybe well, if they like, uh, you know, smoking and drinking are contributing factors. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, because only black people smoke and drink. Yeah, like just think about that for a quick second. He's like, no, 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 no. I can say that because I'm black. And I'm like, fuck you, man. Like, <laughs> was it really somebody you knew who was black? This is Surgeon General. Oh, yeah. you okay? Sorry, I'm sorry. Is there one the Surgeon General? I here. I'm I'm kind of blending. I'm blending my stories a little bit, but like, I, suffice it to say, like, uh, wait, just Tim, you know the Surgeon General? Yeah, yeah, yeah you know the Surgeon General. The fucking Surgeon General. He comes over. Well, he he did come over. He doesn't come over anymore. We're social isolation. But to your yeah. place? Oh yeah, yeah. You course, were hanging yeah. out. He just, he just pops in. He told everyone. you that to your face. <laughs> And you told him fuck you? Holy shit. Yeah, man. I we're we're close. Your balls we're, are we're, huge, dog. We're super close. He still hangs out. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's right. <laughs> He's pretty ridiculous. That's crazy. <laughs> well, where were you where are you going with that? What are you talking about? <laughs> you hanging out the Surgeon General. Oh yeah, we were hanging out the other day. Uh uh no. Okay, so yeah. so professionals they they they're they're still valuable human beings. So even though uh you might have a very uh, comprehensive grasp on the pandemic as it's spreading in your country, 
there's still a, a wide margin of error when it comes to presenting that information to the media, uh, interacting with uh, statisticians that are going to report this to, say, the World Health Organization or other organizations that are going to uh, utilize that data in order to uh, uh, you know, build in other safeguards. Um, yeah, this this seems yeah. like it was just like wrong from the onset. Like yeah, somebody like, uh, passed him an index card that said like, uh, you know, don't fuck this up, and he was just like, okay, I'm winging it. Ba- based <laughs> on these statistics, like let's say theoretically, uh, the whole of the United States died, and we were using the same method, it'd be like, oh, a hundred percent of the United States died, and a hundred percent of the United States recovered. Great, well, that's a, this is success, success, hundred yeah. percent recovery rate. Yeah, you know what recovery sounds like. Recovery sounds good. Death sounds bad. We're going to call it recovery. (laughs) Yeah. Mm, He he was so committed to defeating the virus that he offed himself to kill all the virus cells in his body. And uh, with no no host, the virus died. Man, that is is noble. I I do appreciate that. Full recovery. So if you were one of these professionals and you were to deliver uh, any given statistic to the public, how would you do so in order to make yourself sound as good as humanly possible? Wait, what? Okay. Your job – maybe I should preface it like this. Let's say that you are the Surgeon General of the United States. I don't don't fucking care. Uh, You're a high-ranking official, right, that has a lot of sway within the medical community – and your job is hinging on the perception that you're doing a good job. What do you tell the public? Smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day. I legalize it. I don't. I don't. I'm not a. You. Yep. This is like this is this is a silly thought exercise. I don't like it. You don't like my silly thought exercises, like how to lie to the public. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it's basically just like a roundabout way of saying, like, don't expect these people to ever be honest, because if their job is hinging on the perception of the public, then they're always going to tell the public something that's going to make them seem like they're successful. Yeah, you, you can't. You simply can't trust them. Like I, I, I like I like the way that uh, that Fauci's kind of presenting some of this information, but even now. It's uh, it's being skewed by the fact that uh, the Trump administration's putting pressure on the on the guy, so you got to be wary. Uh, I'm not going off on a tangent about COVID. I know you guys hear enough about that, so fuck yeah. that shit. Fuck that shit. Yeah, uh. we just wanted to uh, have a little laugh at the mm. concept of uh, dead people being recorded <laughs> as uh, recovered because uh, yeah, don't do that. That seems uh, no matter what, no matter what angle you're taking and mm-hmm. examining it, it seems uh, pretty bad. Yeah, we know all of the world health leaders are listening to this podcast, so we would yeah. encourage you to be honest with your numbers and express them as accurately as humanly possible. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, a little uh, little public service oh, announcement lining. for all you guys oh, out there. Lining. 
Okay. Uh, Look at all this, these recovered people from Chile based on this same report. <laughs> uh, We're going to not read into the report. We're just going to see that, uh, oh, cool, 2,300 recovered. That's pretty nice. That's great. That's a, that's a lot. That's Wait wow. a second. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. 2,300 dead. Huh. Wait a second. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Yeah, uh, on, on to other topics. Fuck it. Uh, so I didn't know that there were little Alice in Wonderland statues in Central Park. That's I didn't kind know of either. Thing. I've never been in New York City. If I get my way in life, I will never have been. Yeah, I don't really want to go. But Central Park is is big. It's real big. Yeah, it's. I think Central Park is actually fantastically large. I don't like big things. So it would, it would easily it would easily explain like why we wouldn't know about these little like statuettes and whatnot that scattered that are scattered around this park. It is kind of scary though. Like it's intimidating to uh, try to to inject yourself into. Uh, a large metropolitan area that you're you're unfamiliar with the culture, you're unfamiliar oh, yeah. with how to get around town. It's just like everything around you is like, uh, you know, aggressively breathing down your neck, like trying to see if you're you're one of them. Yep. Like, what are you doing here? What kind of business do you have here? If you don't have any business here, what the fuck are you doing here? There's already enough people here. Get exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, I just wanted to see the place. I wanted to be a little tourist. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, people want to, you know, go go to fucking work and see their kids at night. So get the fuck out of my way. Mm-hmm. Man. Well, this this story is talking about a guy who got a little bit fed up with his nine to five. Uh, he he wanted to blow some shit up. Yep. Which yep. is which is understandable. Or I don't at least, know why. Uh, act like he wanted to blow some shit up. As we'll yeah. see later in the story. I think everybody has had those times in their life in which they were just like, the hell with it. I, just, I <laughs> wish that this just like burned to the ground, right? Like n- nobody nobody has ever uh, gone through all of their adolescence without thinking that some destruction was in order. Um, yes. Right. It's all in a difference of how, well, this guy, one, isn't in his adolescence that's true. He's I mean, 30. and that's a saving grace is that you're a young person when you have a lot of these thoughts. And when you're older, you have the, uh, the, the mental fortitude to be able to keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you know, it can negatively affect your, your you, prospects. You need to talk to him. You gotta, you have to have his feelings. Just fucking blow it up. <laughs> you need to let off your chest. What, yeah. let, let what off my chest? You mean this this jacket of bombs that I have strapped to? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't need to let it off my chest. It gives me power. <laughs> Nobody would talk to me before. Nobody would respect me. But now I have these bombs on my chest. Oh yeah, to talk to everybody's me. on to talk to me. Everyone wants to talk to Tim now. How convenient! Now, now Tim doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> What is it? Is it what is the movie off of? Oh, I don't know. I'm just going along with the skit. I thought it was a bit. <laughs> it it kind of was, but it, it was a little. It's a little dark. It could be uh, a bit. We could make it. We could make it a bit for you, uh, but we'd need some bombs. Oh, don't say that too loudly. Okay. Well, wait. If we say bombs too loudly, like people come and get us. 
Really? Oh, I don't know. Are you? Uh, I mean, it, it is kind of interesting. Like if you say like bomb or gun or something like certain well, we're not certain an airport, phrases. So we're probably okay. We're not in an airport. We're not in an airport, and we're also not recording live for someone to, to like, swat us, so yeah. like, we're okay. Since when did, like, the word bomb become, like, Voldemort? I don't know, vice uh, versa. Somewhere, maybe like chicken, somewhere chicken. between uh, the... Um, 9-11? Yeah, probably 9-11. Yeah. I was going to say between... Um, what was that one federal building that had the car truck driven into it? With the explosives. Oh yeah, it, I, I know. I don't know which building it was, but it was uh, some, Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, some federal building, somewhere between that time and nine eleven, I would say that you couldn't see bomb anymore. Yeah, unless yeah, well, the context of, of that's the bomb, bro. <laughs> that's the the bomb, D A bomb, the bomb, dude. Yeah, that's, that's what you had to be able to say. Uh, but the yeah, bombs are just they're um, a method of destruction. Like you, you're definitely not going to build a house with a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, like you could you can utilize. It's, well, okay, it's such so a that's a shitty analogy. You're not gonna make a you're not gonna make a house out of a lot of fucking shit. You're not gonna you're make not gonna, a okay. house out of hey. You're not gonna make a house out of uh, Magic the Gathering cards. You're not gonna wait, make wait, a wait, house out of tables. Your first example, hey. Yeah, the the wolf's gonna blow it down. Dumb, stupid well, fuck. That's stupid fuck. <laughs> uh, I would encourage you to look up Waddle and Daub House. Stupid fucking bitch. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Next, you're gonna tell me you're gonna make your fucking house out of sticks. Stupid fucking. Yeah, actually, that's Waddle and Daub construction. Yeah, dumbass fucking bitch. <laughs> Never seen a wolf before. <laughs> I'm just gonna make my house out of bombs. <laughs> Bricks. 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 The answer was bricks. Yeah, bricks. Bricks is the correct answer. Bricks and timbers. Fucking stupid asshole trying to tell me to look up the waggle and dong fucking theory of making fucking (laughs) hay stick houses. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) Okay, yeah, it was a poor analogy. Okay, I understand. Thanks. I've been properly shamed. (laughs) Gosh. Uh, right. okay. well, why is it? Do you think that to kind of just go a little bit off course here because we're already talking about bombs a little bit? Mm-hmm. Do you think that like Second Amendment activists would also support the uh, amassing of explosives as a reasonable means of self defense? I don't think so. Why? I I don't know. I just don't think so. The the only. I think in their minds it only applies to guns. It, Don't right. ask me why. Just well, does. Just guns. Like I mean, like what if what if the gun has like a like a rocket propelled grenade that like goes into the barrel? <laughs> I think it. I don't think it works on the explosives. I think people. It, it's whatever we have now. It's whatever we have now is okay. You know, if somehow the United States Empire somehow magically lasts into the future when we have rail guns, it'll probably apply to the rail gun. Oh, sweet. That's what we're using. Right. I'm give me one of them. Because, you know, it applies to assault rifles, which is such a vague, innocuous term that makes gun nuts go insane when you use the term. So I, I don't know. Yeah. But. 
semi-automatic rifles. It applies to semi-automatic like rifles, but if you think about it, in like way back seventy, seventy-six, whatever, they had musket barrel guns. Like the rifle hadn't even been invented yet, so mm-hmm. I think it retroactively applies to whatever gun is current with the times, but excludes explosives. Oh, it does say arms, though, right? Like, I mean, is arm just like a general means of offensive maneuvering? Yeah, I guess. Hmm. So, rail guns. Yeah, I mean, like, okay. if crossbow works, I feel like bomb ought to work. Yeah, why not? All right, cool. I'm just going to, like, walk around with, like, I'll have, like, a little holster for, like, a single grenade. <laughs> 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 Nobody going to fuck with me. <laughs> I feel like you could deter a lot more people with a grenade than you could with a gun. I mean, I feel I, I feel like grenades have that like, or or like bombs have that terrifying factor that guns don't have. Um, I don't know. Guns are pretty scary, but whatever. You guns say, are dog. no guns are pretty scary, but like if it, I feel like if I'm dealing with someone who has chosen to arm themselves with bombs exclusively. Oh, yeah, they're a madman. You're dealing with a maverick. You don't know what you're getting. You don't know what you're going to get. They're going to roll the die all over the place, and they're just going to be like, you know, let the shrapnel fall where it may. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, fuck those guys. They're fucking crazy. Uh, And sometimes they try to blow up little Alice in Wonderland statues. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. <laughs> Those fictional characters you just made up of for, of Second Amendment gun nuts that carry yeah. around grenades—they're fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. Oh wait, the gun nuts? The gun nuts are crazy. But I the mean, grenade like, nuts. The grenade nuts. The grenade nuts are definitely crazy, for sure. No, <laughs> I'm just okay. I'm 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 done. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It, it, there's probably a metaphysical difference between the two. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I feel like uh, I feel like you're much more you're you're more ballsy if you walk around with grenades. So I, I wouldn't necessarily encourage anyone to be more ballsy than they already are. Yep. Uh, but you know, maybe you should consider uh, you know packing grenades instead of a handgun. <laughs> yeah, could be cool. <laughs> So, uh, uh, the hero or villain, I should say, of this story is Kevin Fallon, age 30 years old, who on April 9th of, uh, you know, this, this April, we're, we're in April now, uh, he allegedly sent texts to his friends and family announcing his intention to blow up the 1959 bronze statue depicting the Lewis Carroll's Tales famously fraught Tea Party Court document show. So there, as we stated earlier, there's an Alice in Wonderland statue in Central Park. And for some reason, this Kevin mm-hmm. Fallon guy had beef with the statue, started texting his family and friends pictures of his sweet-ass three pipe bombs. Those are in quotation marks in the story we're looking at. As well as his um, assault rifle and uh, his knives that he conveniently taped together. He took pictures of those, sent them to people, and said, I'm going to blow up this fucking statue. Mm-hmm. So that's neat. Yeah, why would he target an Alice in Wonderland statue? Yeah, you know, on the scale of terrorism, um, it seems pretty benign. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's inanimate. Um, you know, you're not going to harm harm people uh, by blowing it up. I, yeah, it's yeah. also like 
it looks sturdy as fuck. Like that's like yeah, cast bronze. bronze. Yeah. Like I, you're gonna have a tough time blowing all that up. Yeah, it seems. You know, I mean, obviously, with any kind of person threat making terrorist threats, you know, you, you gotta assume there's some. Uh, if mental illness isn't the right word, some mental disturbance. There's something going on up there making them uh, having irrational thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gotta say, it's it, it, it seems you know. Like, if he said he wanted to blow up a mall or something like that, you could, like, understand the logic of he wants to hurt people. When you're having yeah. terroristic threats towards a bronze statue, I don't know what you want to hurt. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't really understand. What are you like, upset at? Who yeah, hurt what's, you? What's the narrative? Yeah, like, what, yeah. what's the motivation behind What, what did Lewis Carroll do to you? Yeah, well, I mean, so I didn't know this prior to, to looking it up, but Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Do you know when that was written? 1800s. Yeah, 1865. Nice! Yeah, that's fucking old, man. Uh, and I don't really understand. Like, it's it's just like, it's, it's nonsense. Like, do you think this guy is trying to uh, develop a commentary uh, on... Uh, you know, anti-nonsense. Like maybe he's sick of all of the 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 Lord Keck fuckery that's going on. No, my best guess is that. Okay, so to get a little bit deeper into the story, so we find out that so his mom called in a wellness check on him. They raided his home. They found that he had the the pipe bombs. He'd been sending pictures of people were were non-functional. Our best guess is that they were just. Toilet paper rolls painted red <laughs> yeah. with a wristwatch on them. The permanent marker. A permanent marker that that yeah. said pipe bomb. Um, yeah. The knives he had were taped together, which makes no logical sense. Uh, but he, I guess he did have um, an assault rifle. That's you know, semi-automatic rifle, whatever the fuck you yeah. want to call it. They're easier to get than the other things. And I don't know the knives. Well, <laughs> not, knives are pretty easy to get, but like right. as far as pipe bombs, you got to make those. But so so having the the knowledge that the bombs are fake, I don't know. To me, he just seems like somebody that wanted attention. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's there's, a, there's no way of knowing what like he would have done. But you know, if if his if his if he was threatening the this fucking bronze statue, my best guess is he just wanted attention from the friends and family members that he was texting the pictures too and what kind of attention he wanted i really don't know i mean the only kind of attention you're going to get is negative attention for obvious reasons but yeah yeah because everybody loves that statue it's a cool statue like what if during the uh the making of the statue (laughs) okay so you you know how like all those people um that worked on the empire state building uh a couple of them fell off during its production and and died as a result. Yeah. What if this guy's dad was one of the folks that was building the statue? And even though it's only about eight feet off the ground, what if he was like doing some kind of detail work on Alice's head that's eight feet off the ground and he like slipped and fell and broke his neck? Do you know the horse story of the statue outside the Denver airport? No, what happened? Oh my god! So the, there's this massive—I don't know if it's bronze or what. There's this massive horse statue outside of the Denver airport, and at nighttime, its eyes glow red. 
Uh, isn't there Jesus. isn't there a sports team in Denver that's like the Broncos or something? Uh, Denver Broncos, yeah, I'd okay. say so. So Sounds I think about right. I, so I think that's I think that's the reason why they have the horses the the symbol outside this airport. Mm-hmm. But the guy who sculpted the statue, it fucking landed and murdered him. And I think maybe his son or something like that finished it. But you Wait, have what? this. Yeah, what murdered him? It fell and murdered his ass. Whoa! Like legit. So I'm just I'm just thinking about like bronze statue death. And so now oh, yeah. every That's time so I'm good. ever in Denver and I'm going to the airport, and I just see the red eyes of that giant fucking killer statue. It's just like Jesus Christ. It's just yeah. like a monument of some. Like uh, Tet, you know, evil <laughs> pagan ancient yeah. horse god of death. It's like a green, yeah, green man of doom. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the the demon bronze horse. But uh, real talk, you know, yeah, I mean that that theoretically could have happened. Obviously, that I mean this statue is a lot smaller than the giant death horse of Denver, but I don't know. It, it's happened before. Stranger things have happened. Mm-hmm. Could have been it. And if that's the case, I say, you know, uh, uh, even Stevens, Kevin Fallon should have uh, the right to blow up the bronze bronze statue in Central Park. I mean, I guess, but then isn't all of the it's 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 purely artistic. So it's like, isn't that all for naught? Like your dad works so hard on trying to build this thing and then you're going to just go blow it up because it took his life or because, you know, his work on it caused him to die prematurely i don't know it seems to be kind of silly hey it's your hypothetical scenario and i call someone like i see him he can blow it up yeah blow it, blow it up i give you a, a thumb way up go ahead you're good to go go ahead and, and destroy oh man you had a silver lining uh silver lining is that no one was hurt mm-hmm. they apprehended him yeah they, uh... they, they got him and He's not hurting anybody, so. So that's yeah. good. At the same it's time, cool. I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I hope he hope he gets better. <laughs> hope he gets well. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Guys, guys, not mentally well, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, now that we're getting into the nitty gritty of our episode, we probably should have a little shout out to that effect in particular who uh the to what we were just talking about as far as mental health is concerned i know a lot of people are isolated right now and it probably goes without saying that you know maybe you should uh, um make sure that you're treating yourself well um get physical exercise if you can Uh, it's especially important for those of you that are dealing with the isolation blues um you know mental health is no joke um uh, and uh, we need to make sure that that we tend to it. So, yeah, don't don't uh, don't think that the the next the next step in in your progress of dealing with your mental illness is to go blow up a statue. Don't do that. Here, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. that's all I got. That's pro- no. professional advice from Tim. That's good. No, that's a good reminder. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, all right. So moving on, we're gonna go back to Trump. Yay! Yeah, we're talking stimulus checks. Have you gotten yours yet, Jimmy? Uh, no, because I got 
my tax refund in check form so the IRS doesn't have my banking information. So I will eventually be receiving it in check form someday. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, I think we did the direct deposit, deposit thing. So. so you got it. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I have, I've, I've already got, gotten it. I haven't checked. I haven't gotten it yet. But uh, apparently we got some checks that were delayed. Yeah. <laughs> for, for a good reason, right, Jimmy? Yeah. No, it's only the best reason. The, yeah. the greatest of reasons. The reason for the season. Yeah, the the reason being that uh, Trump must have his name on the checks. And the U.S. Treasury has not yet printed his name on said checks. Pretty cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Because the people that are receiving them, I'm sure, care. And and that really is a, it's a, a big... Uh, it's it's a glaring hole in the plot line, right? <laughs> I hate like, Trump oh, so much. I'm not even going to cash this check because it has his name on. Because it has his name on. It. No, it's like the entire point of the stimulus check. I, like I, I know that they're probably looking at it as like a economic ploy. Like, hey, we're gonna you know boost start the market back and derk derk derk. People are gonna start buying again. Uh, but really, like the stimulus check is just it's just. Uh, you know, wealth distribution in in disguise, albeit a very small portion of wealth distribution. Well, I also, so I could be wrong, but I've heard that the money for the stimulus checks that we're getting is going to be coming out of our tax rebate for the next year of 2021. Ouch. <laughs> 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 that was the most painful laugh I've heard in a while, Jimmy. <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> not getting our money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're stealing from ourselves. So I've heard. I could be wrong. Um, um, I yeah. I haven't double triple checked that, but it does always seem too good to be true. Whenever uh, you know one of these stimulus packages, yeah, it it usually comes with a caveat. Like you're gonna get twelve hundred dollars, but this banking institution is gonna be well set for the rest of their existence, which oh, is gonna yeah. last a lot longer than you will. <laughs> like oh, you yeah. know, some, some kind of bullshit like that. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, but this is probably the most Trumpian thing of Trump thing. I think the last we don't really talk about Trump very often because it's usually pretty. Uh, the the media is already doing it enough for us. But yeah. the uh, the last time we talked about it was the last. It's just too Trumpy and thing to be true. Was when we were talking about CFL bulbs, when Trump yeah. was pissed off at CFL bulbs and mm-hmm. was oh, no, wait, no, he likes CFL bulbs. He hated. Wait, which one? Or no, 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 no. He didn't. He didn't like CFL. Oh yeah, because those were the fluorescent ones. He's yeah, like, they they make me look orange. They give you cancer. I hate the bulbs. They're evil. They're bad. Yeah. Bad bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> make me look orange and like the fluorescent bulbs fluorescent bulbs good yeah it, it had something to do with his uh his perspective of how he looked under that lighting yeah. uh, as well as the fact that he was probably in the pocket of some kind of uh you know large corporation large that was producing not cfl bulbs yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so, like if somebody just develops a technology that blows your technology right out of the water. What other recourse do you have? Appeal to your dumbass politician that's going to be able to represent you. Yeah, <laughs> so good. yeah, we did find out that didn't we that he was yeah. somehow 
connected to the fluorescent I don't even, bulb. I mean, it is. doesn't surprise me at all. I'm, not, I'm fucking done with it. Like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> at this point, you just like hope that uh, the people who are, I don't know, like up his ass are, are going to realize that, like, oh man, it's really dark in here. Uh, and they're just going to like <laughs> stop eating his bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. I don't know. I, I just love the idea of just Trump like, no, before you give everybody those checks, you got to make sure that my name's on them. Yes, I want everybody to know <laughs> that Daddy Trump gave everybody their sweet, sweet stimulus cash. Let them be stimulated by Trump and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> they'll love it. I know they'll love it. it. Everyone would love this. <laughs> it's like, like as if he could like confuse like the mass populace that oh my god daddy trump wrote me a check straight out of his checkbook (laughs) (laughs) he dipped into his deep deep wealth to write me you know bobby bill williker a check with my name on it because he cares about me so much he's such a benevolent overlord uh he's just so great uh, hey, speaking of which, that does kind of remind me, there was a gentleman who, uh, what was it? He donated a third of his wealth to, uh, to, CFL uh, bulbs? sorry, what? To CFL bulbs? To CFL bulbs. He loved it so much. Uh, I want to say it was the guy from Instagram. The guy from Instagram. The one guy on, on Instagram. On. Hold on. There's only uh, one guy. God damn it. The is the it was the creator of one of the popular social media platforms uh and they decided to donate a substantial portion of their wealth. I mean, of course they're still very wealthy, so yeah. uh whatever. But doing a lot more than a lot of Wait, these other rich fucks are doing. Wealth to what? Uh to it was a World Health Initiatives and I can't remember the exact uh, organization that they gave their money to, but it was in the light of what's been going on over the last couple of months, obviously. Well, like in the dark of what's going on. This shit's horrible, Tim. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I mean, like it's, it's, it's pretty great. Like I, 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 it's like, I don't even have a memory anymore. Like I can't even like, I, I just like intake information as it comes through my little Google feed or whatever's on the front page of Reddit or whatever the fuck we're looking at. And then whenever I have to go reference it, I hope that I can remember enough keywords that I can type them into Google and Google hive mind can just be like, blah, 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 blah. Here you go. The closest thing I can describe this to as being home for the summer from school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I've been late into the summer. I've been so detached from that feeling for so long that, I don't like it. I don't, I don't. I mean, like, I don't. I, I liked it when I was younger, up to a point. Uh, but now it's just like, mm. like, I, if I don't go back to school, then I, I, I don't know. I like, have no I, purpose. I, I guess a bunch of people are gonna die, and I'm not gonna make any money, and that sucks. <laughs> like, <there's> a bunch <laughs> of the stakes like, are definitely higher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like summer vacation. <laughs> hey, but you have a canopy, and that's all that really matters. I got a canopy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I've got a canopy too, but um, it, it doesn't provide a lot of shade. Well, is are you, is a canopy a euphemism for something else? <laughs> it's uh, well, it's like I got this can here, and it's it's filled with something. 
There's no toilet paper. <laughs> okay. There's no toilet paper. What am I supposed to do? I just got to pee in this can. <laughs> hey, what is the difference between Trump wanting to put his name on these checks yeah. and all the other currency that we have with presidential faces being stamped into the, the middle? The, the difference is that we usually wait until the president is dead before we mm. put their face on a currency. Posthumous representation, of course. Yeah. So the only way it's going to be validated that we can cash these checks is if Trump is dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, I can't uh, wait. I I, honestly, uh, I'm <laughs> like I'm sad that I don't have my banking information at the IRS so I can get my money quicker. And uh, I don't even like Trump, so I'm definitely not going to save the memorabilia of this check. Uh, you know, as being like, Trump was so cool. Look at this check. Daddy Trump gave me this check in 2020 because he loved me. My, right yeah. there, he wrote my name, Jimmy Horn, so much. No, but like, I I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's a pen. <laughs> like, I hope that, you know, I I get to see old age and then I get to have grandchildren. And I can be like, now sit on your lap, Billy. I got a story to tell. You see this? You see this piece of paper here? This is a check, and I'm going to tell you the story of being essential in the year 2020. Did I ever tell you the story of being essential, <laughs> Billy? I was essential. <laughs> I was essential. I was needed. I lived a purpose-filled life. You see, you, you see, my grandparents—they went through Nam, but they didn't go through being essential. That was different. <laughs> That meant something. <laughs> meant something. It meant twelve hundred dollars worth of of remittances. Yeah. <laughs> you see, Grandpa got the GI Bill. I got this check. You see, it's the same. It's the exact same thing. I was a I was a hero. God damn it! Which was it Watchmen? Yes. <laughs> I was a hero. God damn it! Yeah, that's it. I, I just, uh, I've been through all of my DVDs recently. <laughs> it's all just like fresh on my mind now. Just uh, crisp, clean lines. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely feeling, filling my mind with the, the right stuff. That's great. Oh, well, silver lining? Uh, silver lining probably goes around those checks. It takes them a little bit of extra time to put that silver lining on the checks, but it's going to look better <laughs> in the long run. Oh yep. man. Yep. I, yeah, probably... I want to make like a fake Twitter account of just like, I will never cash this check. I will yeah. never accept any remittance with this name on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to be like uh, a, a, uh... It's like a, a a protest. I'm not going to use it, or yeah. is it like a, this is memorabilia? I love it so much, I can't spend it, kind of thing. Oh, uh, definitely protest. Definitely protest. Oh yeah, yeah. but I'm going to cash it first. I got I got the you know the the banking app on my phone, so I can just like take a picture of it and cash it. Boom. But then I could still you know use it for my fake Twitter account. But then some redditor, some overzealous redditor, is going to like hack your account and be like, oh, actually, you did, you did cash it. I can see it right here. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you got got to be aware. Like the the uh, anonymous hive mind is is powerful. It's true, but not as powerful as 
people that have a sexual attraction to chandeliers. I thought you were gonna say not as powerful as love. Uh, that what's the difference? But love. What's the difference between <laughs> love and having a sexual attraction towards chandeliers? Okay, so I I really thought this article. Jimmy sent me this article about a lady who is. I in thought love. it was a joke, but it's from I the thought Guardian. It was too. Well, I thought it was like a clickbait article, like a, a intro into a, a Pinterest collection of chandeliers. It's like women have love interests with chandeliers. Now oh, check yeah. out all these excellent essential chandeliers for your dining room. You right. know, like just Try, stupid. Yeah, trying to sell you some shit. Stupid shit. Uh, this is a little diff- different than that. It's different. It's <laughs> uh, serious. This is, yeah, somebody uh, has found a fascination with an inanimate object to the degree that they want to develop a long-term relationship with it in a serious romantic context. Yep. Uh, which is dumb. it's dumb on one hand it's like i I thought we figured that out in the 70s with the whole pet rock thing uh or whenever that came around when was a pet rock pet rock i think it's either 60s or 70s yeah somebody made a killing with that man that is good packaging 1975 yeah gosh excellent jones it wasn't me (laughs) yeah i don't okay what do we how we have all these rocks. How are we supposed to sell them to the public? Yeah. I know. <laughs> Make it a pet. You don't yeah, gotta like, wash it. Don't gotta walk it. Don't I bet gotta there was, eat it. Don't gotta do another with it. I bet there was one guy that was sitting at that conference table that was seriously thinking like, uh, okay, so what we could do, we could like polish up the outside and then we could drill a hole through it and then we could run like a piece of string through it and wrap it around. It. You know, a like, super complicated setup in order to produce something that was not going to be so hot, right? Like the guy at the end of the table is like, eh, I don't know. Anybody else got some ideas? And then the guy that's like slacking off, he's like got his feet up on the table. He's falling asleep all the time. They're like, Johnson, this is your last shot. What do you got? And he's like, mm, pet rock. <laughs> and they're all just like, pet, pet rock. What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, you just have like have a cardboard box and you throw a little bit of hay in there and you know, like tell kids they don't have to feed it and you don't have to clean up its shit. It's great. And then they're like, whoa, oh, dude, my god. <laughs> and, and then he's like, yeah, you don't even have to worry about the overhead. You can just go out in your driveway and grab one. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's amazing, uh, Johnson. You've been promoted. You're now the the chandelier salesman. Yeah, <laughs> the chandelier can love you like no man. <laughs> Literally, because it's a chandelier. Lumiere. That is such a derivative name for a chandelier. I'm I'm disgusted at her chosen name. Lumiere, it sounds like it sounds like we've gotten to Beauty and the Beast twelve, yeah. and yeah. now the the candle fuck has a cousin who's a chandelier, also named Lumiere, and his name is Lumiere. That's stupid. She's like random Baroque lighting fixtures. Well, this is ninety two year old German, so it's definitely not Baroque. Oh my god! I'm Baroque. <laughs> so don't f- fix 
the, yeah, you know how it goes. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, so here we go. A British woman in a long-term relationship with 92-year-old German chandelier has been told that her attraction to historic light fittings is not considered to be protect a protected <laughs> sexual orientation. Protected? What does that mean to be protected? Uh, as in, uh, you can't be... Um, like that, discriminated? Yes, discriminated against based on your uh your uh sexual preferences. Yeah, so exactly. Let's talk let's talk discrimination for a second because sure. I find this to be interesting. Uh so in the instance that I was to say, uh, you know, look at your loving relationship with your supposed partner. Yeah. And I was to see this this uh, this relationship and be like, I'm jealous that Jimmy got he got somebody he loves, and that makes me upset. I'm yep. gonna talk shit about that relationship. Is that fall within the protected legal realm here? Like, can you seek recourse if I'm talking shit about the fact that you're attracted to somebody else and they're attracted to you and you both love each other very much? I mean, I think a lot <laughs> of the protections pertains to um, businesses and things like that, uh, refusing to serve you or those kinds of stuff. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if it protects shit talking. I'm assuming shit talking would be protected under the the first okay. amendment i could be wrong so in this particular I segment I, well I'm, I'm basically trying to look at this problem in now, a this way is in that england is... too and england has different, oh, they have different laws and yeah oh. exactly okay so in the instance that i wanted to not serve you because you were in a relationship what if i was a poor single bastard and i just hated everyone that was in a relationship okay I mean, would that fall within this? Like, if I was just be like, hey, do you have a girlfriend? And you would be like, yeah. I would be like, fuck you, get out. <laughs> I mean, I think if you use the exact words of, I, Tim, am not going to serve you because you have a girlfriend, then I probably could pretty probably easily could. use the legal... <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's, it's being able to prove it, right? That you were discriminated yeah. for a specific reason. If it's protected under the law, then yes. Yeah. You're good. So, but, you know, if you're like, you're a fucking freak. You are <laughs> in a relationship with a chandelier. And she goes, wah, wah, wah. I was discriminated oh. against because I wanted to have sex in public with the chandelier. And they go, no. It is Whoa. not protected. We do not protect you... people in relationships with chandeliers. Wait, she didn't want to. She wanted to do this publicly, right? No, like she wanted to have sex publicly. No, she didn't. I'm just. Yeah, I mean that's that's indecent. That's indecent exposure. Or what, being, you know, whatever the. I'm, I'm just being hyperbolic. So she, it, her whole. Oh, thing, what? So that everybody that loves inanimate objects is suddenly just having sex with them in public? Is that just how they are, Jimmy? Yeah, they're fucking freaks. So <laughs> we can't. You don't get the punch down much anymore because. Yeah. You know reasons. And yeah. you know, normally <laughs> I don't like punching down. Mm -hmm. It's not fun. I like I like punching, you know, rich assholes, and I like punching corporations, right? But you know, uh, society is much more open-minded nowadays, and that's good. We should all celebrate that. But yeah. every once in a while, I just want to punch down at some weirdo that says they're in love with a fucking chandelier. Is that so much to ask for? I mean, I guess not. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly, 
irreasonable. She and bought I don't it say, off eBay. So if really the chandelier is a sex right. slave, if you think about it, it's it, that is that's exactly. like a mail order bride. Yeah, she, well, yeah, she's, which is it's a sex a, slave like, extra steps. Business. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, no, no, you're totally right. You're totally right. Uh, so, like, in the instance that she did want to pursue some type of relationship with this uh, uh, purchase, she bought. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no consent there. No consent. And she, I feel like that's, that's never the fun asked to be bought. What? How? She's and she, the chandelier so is also German. She doesn't speak German. The chandelier probably doesn't even know what she's saying. <laughs> the chandelier's just going. Oh my God! Foss is going on here. Exactly. She just like, keeps we're focusing... groping me over and over again. <laughs> we're focusing on her. This German chandelier is ninety-two years old, half your age, Wait, plus how old seven. Is she? She's in her mid-thirties. Oh, Definitely God. outside of the creepy range. Yeah, de- way creepy. Yeah, that's way creepy. Like, shame on you, German chandelier! How dare you allow yourself to be bought by a mid-thirty-year-old? Wait, what? <laughs> I was gonna say it's elder abuse on her part of taking advantage of like. <laughs> oh man! Not but... you, like that doesn't even sound that old to be honest. Like if you're like to tell me like this is an antique chandelier and it's ninety two years old, that's probably still be like yeah. But I'm Meh. thinking in human years. Yeah, like ninety two years old is old for a human. For a chandelier, uh, no way. Like so... if you're to tell me one hundred and ninety two, it'd be like. That probably is a cool chandelier. <laughs> so the the stink that uh, Amanda Liberty, who's the freak that bought the chandelier, is trying to raise is that she complained uh, that an article in The Sun, which is a British publication, mocked her for her public declaration of love for Lumiere, the 92-year-old German chandelier. And uh, they used her name, uh, blah, 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 her name for an interview. Wait, yeah. And so, basically, she was trying to use uh, British law to, I don't know, uh, sue, I guess, yeah. the the son for mm. uh, mocking her and her sexual orientation of uh, being attracted to chandeliers. And, yeah. uh, fortunately, uh, she's not protected under the law. Which uh, is actually kind of ironic. Her name is Amanda Liberty. Yeah. Yeah, go figure. Uh, uh, well, but it is kind of understandable. Like, one, she was asking for it. Like, if you make a public declaration of your love for something that uh, is, an object. well, yeah. I mean, in any given instance, I mean, like this this conversation gets sad real fast. Oh when yeah, you start... honestly, honestly, if I go down the sad route, this is a, a disgustingly sad story that to to be this person. Yeah, well, to be this person or to be any person that happens to have um, uh, like if it's prefer- legit. preferences that are unusual. Like, if it's legit. Yeah. You know, I'm always skeptical. Like, we, like one of our earliest stories is about the lady who fell in love, who had the ghost, right? Yeah, the who ghost. The ghost uh-huh. marriage and talked yeah. about the ghost sex, you know. I think yeah. she was full of shit and just wanted attention because then six months later she had a ghost divorce to get back in the news cycle. Um so, you know, I mean, there's two sides of the story. There's either, like, the, the funny, let's, like, point and laugh at this person for, um, you know, if they don't actually believe it and they're doing this to get attention and hopefully get to sue the, the British publication, The Sun, in order to make huge sums of money, you know, mm-hmm. let's point and laugh. But if this person's, like, legitimately sexually attracted to chandeliers, like, 
how sad would that be to be that person? Like, holy fuck, balls. Okay. It would be sad unless. And so I've been looking around at this article, right? And this picture that they give us is not Lumiere. That is not the one that, that is not the exact one. So as far as a sexual relationship with it, that <laughs> that chandelier could have a bunch of dildos for lights or something to that effect. And if that's the case, I mean, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Yeah, you yeah, can do all kinds like, of things. That would be like the same as like having being like married to a dildo or something. Uh, effectively, oh. yeah. It's a, I mean, the the human mind is is so weird and complex. Like, I certainly don't, I, I, I think that the problem really lies in the benefits that we give to married couples. I can understand, uh, like, state-sponsored uh, uh, monogamy to a certain degree, but it makes a lot more sense just to ignore that institution altogether because it seems like a lot of people would really like to have their relationship legitimized through legal means and maybe maybe that's the problem maybe it's like keep your private shit private and you don't have to worry about making public declarations or 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 uh you know having some kind of legal recourse uh you know just just don't be a dick to one another and stay with them if you want to speaking of marriage amanda liberty also raised concerns about the accuracy of the newspaper's reporting after the article referred to her being married to the chandelier she pointed out she was in a relationship with the chandelier but not yet married to it keyword yet uh, well, yeah, I mean, like, we're waiting for the chandelier to ask, you know, like, just sitting here, like, you know, I put that ring on my finger, hmm, you see? Or just yeah. sitting here doing nothing, just not being married and whatnot, <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to pop the question, you know. Son I, of a bitch, I, Lumiere. Yeah, son of a bitch, you just keep me waiting. <laughs> you're 92 <laughs> years old, if you're not gonna get married now, then when? Yeah. <laughs> You've never had a human wife before. I'm not going to wait forever, Lumiere. Yeah. (laughs) You don't think there's not other chandeliers on eBay? I've got a life to live. (laughs) There's a million other chandeliers on eBay just waiting to get this sweet, sweet ass. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Incredible. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I don't know. Got any silver linings? Uh, the silver linings is that uh, we were able to find at least one story that wasn't related to coronavirus. Hell yeah. That is the uh, the most silver of silver linings. On to the next story, which is certainly about Ooh-wee. coronavirus. Now this, <laughs> now this is a silver lining. Oh, it seriously is. Ooh-wee. I mean, we're going to... We're gonna end up the the episode today with Ooh-wee. a silver lining. Do you want to talk about it, Jimmy? You want to introduce it? I I'm gonna introduce it like I like to introduce all my articles by uh, reading the title. So here we go. March 2020 was the first March without a school shooting in the U.S. since 2002. Yes. Yay! Yes. We did it. USA. We did it. USA. Oh, man, USA is awesome. We did They're doing thing. so good. We, for the first time in 18 years, we didn't have a school shooting. 
in the month of March. Jesus. We did it, guys. Uh, we fucking did it. Uh, uh, is it is it guns? Is it is it? I don't I don't know I don't I don't know what oh, the answer is. Oh man, I think the answer is we should never allow school to take session ever again. Everyone should just learn from home independently. <laughs> never have to worry about a school shooting ever again because that that's I've, that's the only thing that changed. Yeah, it is pretty interesting. But then again, how do you have a working poor if you can't like take their kids and put them in some place? I mean, like it's just negligence. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. The working poor is you gonna put workers. their kids somewhere. Yeah, you gotta you gotta make sure that you have like at least that social welfare system in place. Like yeah. the public school system are oh, effectively babysitters. Just an overglorified babysitter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, overglorified babysitters and yeah. Uh, and and, and if you're poor, you'll even feed your kids. Die. So they're overglorified babysitters that will feed your kids if you're too poor to be able to afford that. Oh hell yeah, they get they get one one square meal a day, and by square meal I mean the type of pizza that they give you. It's always cut into squares. Yep, it's pretty weird. More I mean, some of those squares are weird. Like if I was to say, I'd say it's my maybe like uh, four by eight inches. That's probably exactly the square. I, okay. I I fortunately have the the part of my memory that stored what school lunches was like uh, that's been erased. It's been erased. I erased it, dude. It is it is like deeply in my mind. Like I remember it very well. I remember that. Uh, it's probably because that was your favorite class was lunch. Does that count? <laughs> Every time you were asked as like a as like an icebreaker in school of like what your favorite subject was, you always wrote down lunch. That's why you yeah. remember. Just lunch. Yeah, that counts, right? Yeah. That was a, a subject. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm a master of the culinary <laughs> arts. <laughs> Incredible. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, so we did it. Uh, yeah, it took this 18 is, years. But this is such a fucking bummer. What? Oh, you uh, wanted there to be school shootings? <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, there are way too many kids. <laughs> is that what you're saying, Tim? This is a bummer because you wish there was more school shootings? What the oh, fuck is wrong with you? It's a, it's a bummer because it's like it's been 18 years. Like, I mean, that. Yeah. Like, how, how many? Every. Okay. So yeah. to be honest, like I try to avoid this type of, of, um, of story. Because I know it's gonna bum me out. Like, of course, we seem like a couple of sad sacks here because all the information that we give you guys is of a negative nature. But I, I really do try to avoid the whole like school shootings thing. I don't know what me being a well-read person about school shootings is gonna do to positively affect the number of kids that decide to go in and shoot a bunch of other kids. Yep. Like, so I avoid it. So when I see something like this, you think, oh my god, like. Every single March since 2002, yep. there's been a school shooting. At least hmm. one. Which makes me, of course, I, you got to extrapolate from that. Like, how many months? How many other months? Like, I mean, like, yeah. is it just like, oh, March is just like, it's the Ides of March, you know? Like, there's just something bad about it. That, right. Like, there's always a school shooting. Or Are is it just a common occurrence? Yeah, like, you know, is, is there a school shooting in the United States every two weeks? You know, like, right. <laughs> How often does that actually legitimately happen? And oh, 
Yeah, it's just uh, it's that's something. Um, uh, it's Marilyn Manson and violent video games, right? Oh, that's it. You fucking you you broke the code. That's it. Okay, let's just like prevent kids from playing violent video games and listening to Rage Against the Machine or something. I well, don't know. so if it makes you feel any better, Tim, in March 2020, there were several instances of shootings on school campuses, but none that fit the typical description of a school shooting, according oh. to Every Town for Gun Safety, an organization that tracks gun violence in the U.S. There were a total of seven shootings that took place on school campuses in March in 2020. Four of those shootings were classified as unintentional discharges. One took place between adults on a high school football field over the weekend, and two occurred on college campuses but involved no students. So, you know, if if you really if you want to, you know, break it down, I mean, you could there could theoretically have been some school shootings, but just none of the caliber that we normally think of. Yeah. So, you know, you you don't have to be sad, Jim. Mm. guns were fired on campuses that belonged to schools i feel like uh you could have a a nice little uh uh you know like stop motion or you know like a little like cgi uh moral film in which you have a sheriff that's walking around and every time he sees somebody doing something bad he throws him in jail and by the end of the the episode there's just nobody around town it's like people have just disappeared. So in essence, like, what are we to take from this? If you're not where the danger is, the danger can't happen, right? Like, so why not just isolate ourselves permanently yeah. where we can avoid these shootings forever? Yeah, like, that's the lesson. Yeah, that's the lesson, man. Teachers. We just need <sighs> YouTube and Google. I like this this little segment right here. While school shootings are down, gun dealers around the country said they are seeing record numbers of customers. Oh yeah, I don't doubt that in the least. I've seen the memes. not not at all. I know what's going I've actually on. I've had some uh, uh, you know a couple of privy discussions in the last few days about uh, bartering in uh, I guess. Uh, I wouldn't call it postmodern societies, but I guess like, uh, you know, in the instance that our economy was to break down to the point that we wouldn't be able to utilize our our current currency model Mm -hmm. in order to, to, you know, acquire goods and services, you know, we would have to utilize something like ammunition uh, as exactly bullets. I'll give you a bullet for that bread. Bullet for bread. Not one bullet. Maybe like. Maybe like a clip, you know, clip for bread. That would seem like reasonable, right? Because there's a lot of people who are going to try to take your bread. And if you don't have the bullets to defend your bread, they'll take your bread. They'll take your bread right out of your hand. And they'll eat it. <laughs> I'll, I'll eat your bread. <laughs> I eat your bread shake. I bread eat it up. I eat it up. <laughs> Ew, a bread shake. <laughs> I was a hero, goddammit. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh There will be blood bread. and watchmen, the movie. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah. That's great. A little mishmash for you. 
Oh, I got a, got a silver lining for this. Uh... Wait, there were no school shootings in March. What more do you want? <laughs> there weren't any. What, what more do you want? <laughs> yeah, that's that's all you can ask for. Is like there's an absence of a bad thing. Yeah, an absence of bad thing is good thing. Absence of bad is good. Speaking right? of absence of ab absence absence of good things, if you all are interested in getting in contact with us. You can do so by emailing us at syndicempowerment at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. You can also tweet at us on the Twitter at cynicempowerme1. Or you can like us on Facebook at Cynic Empowerment. We would love to hear from you there. And uh, if you're listening to us through any of the listening apps, please like and review the show. It means a lot to us and it helps other people find it. Yeah, it helps you find it like a lover on eBay. Bow. I'm gonna buy it and then we're gonna give it a name and that name's gonna be derived from a stereotypical Disney movie name wait is that the name of the sh- of the candle in Beauty and the Beast it's Lumiere oh fuck dude I thought damn straight up I didn't realize that when I was making my Lumiere. references earlier. Yeah. Like it, like Lumiere. it reminded me of him, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was literally like, yeah, damn, Lumiere. it's the exact same. Get the fuck out.